Hi, and welcome to Conversations with Kit. I'm Kit, a Danish girl living in California Bay Area. Relationships and dynamics between people are my thing. Why we do what we do and our impact on other people is what this podcast is all about, especially in the romantic department. I'm a relationship expert, a mediator, a mentor, and a knower of people. If you want to better, up-level, or simply understand any of your relationships better, including and especially the relationship you have with yourself, you've come to the right place. Hello, you wonderful human being you. Since my last podcast, I have connected with my inner child, um, and I have come to um, like her a lot. I mean, it is me, just as a younger version of myself or an interpretation, an interpretation of my younger self, I'm aware. Um, but this inner child work really seems to work for me. It gives me the visual that I need. It gives me... Um, yeah, a picture that I need. It gives me a feeling that I can work with. It gives me something to work, um, to work with. Yeah, I want to say, um, so because a lot of things have happened and because I've had several encounters, um, several conversations, several in- in sync emotional meditations meeting with her um and I don't want to you know spell all that out for you I just want to give you a view of how I work with my inner child and maybe that would be useful for you in your life in your relationship in your um in your work with yourself this episode is going to be I'm I'm going to try to make it as easy accessible as possible and as easy for you to understand as possible and again you are more than welcome to we have this fun little feature here on Anchor so if you listen to this on Spotify you can send in a voice recording to me asking me questions of course you can always reach out to me um on Instagram um and on Kit Lopez underscore just to and even in an email if that's your preference. Kit at kitlopez.com. Um to ask me questions, to ask, you know, if you have any comments, if you have any fun angles. Um and obviously, also, if you like what I'm saying, you know, to a degree where you're like, hey, I want to do this for myself. I want to implement this in some way. You can book a session with me, my week-long session that includes an intro where you and I will have an in real-time, what I call a real-time um, session. And then the following six days, you will have um, voice recording from me popping up to support you, to um, ask questions, to uplift you, and to, in some sense, hold you accountable. 
Um, and that you will find in the show notes to the link to book one of those. Last week, well, the last podcast, I talked about being dependent and independent and how I worked with a shadow, with my shadow of me feeling that my identity was very much being an independent woman, woman, I'm not plural, um, and how because I feel my dependence, I feel dependent a lot, which is not something that I identify as, so I wanted to go down the route and figure out if there is some part of me that really like that really would like to be dependent. I discovered um connecting with my inner child and I so apologize for the beep in the background. I think the um what is it the smoke alarm needs the needs the battery change. So um don't obsess about it. I'm going to make sure that it's not on the recording next time. <laughs> Digging deeper into having more conversations with my inner child and with me literally just closing my eyes and seeing her, um, she, 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 um, she made it clear how a part of the being, why she liked to be independent because she does like to be independent. She does like for to be dependent on other people. She likes to be taken care of. She likes for other people to help her. It's also because she does not like to make mistakes. I don't know if you resonate with this in any type of shape or form. Um I I have um identified, I guess, in my twenties as a perfectionist. You know, it's always nice to say, oh, I'm a perfectionist. I don't like to do things if I don't like, to, if I if they're not perfect. And then I started um, my, my spiritual journey more. And now perfectionist is, it's not a bad thing. I'm just aware that it's not serving me or anyone to strive for perfection because it does not leave, you know, room for error, which we all have. It doesn't leave room for being human and all that type of stuff. So what what was very clear to me is that when I would be in my in my childhood and connecting with my inner child, it was very clear that when she is, aka me, when I'm dependent on other people, other people will in some sense guide me. And then that made me realize that when I'm being guided, I'm not making my own mistakes. I'm making other people's mistakes. And when I make other people's mistakes because they guide me, I can't take the fall for them. I cannot be held accountable I um, am not the one who had made the call in the first place. So no one can kind of shame me or blame me for making a mistake, right? So that was one thing where I was like, that is very interesting. I've never thought about it like that before. Um, 
So that was another thing that tied into, and what I also became, that tied into being dependent, how how much of an advantage I could see from my, me as, as a younger, very much younger version of myself, how that could be helpful to not take accountability for or stand up for, you know, any, any mistakes that I might make because, well, I just did what I was told. So if that's a mistake or if that is not what you wanted, then you should tell me different. Um, which I'm also very aware is a very irresponsible, um, way of living, but do keep in mind that I'm talking about talking to a, you know, my inner child who's like three or four years old. So, so even though I'm aware, I always felt, I also felt very, very sad on behalf of her because she wasn't she wasn't confident enough and she wasn't quote-unquote brave enough to just go and be her because what if she made a mistake then someone might be angry with her or blame her for stuff so I could see how my perfectionism in some sense could have stemmed from back then when I just wanted people um, and I know that I'm still very very good at how do I say this without this sounding weird? You know, in any type of job, I'm very good at uh, meeting other people's goals. Um, and um, so I can see how that came about, how I was from a very young age, like like all of us are, maybe conditioned to. It, it was just easier for me to do what every other person was saying. I, again, I don't have a memory of me getting a slap on the wrist or feeling um disappointed or 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 feeling um ashamed or anything for making a mistake on my own and then deciding oh I'll better you know listen to everybody else because then I cannot be blamed for my mistakes I don't have a memory of that I can just have compassion for that little girl who was afraid of doing stuff on her own because she was afraid of being yelled at or being called out. The next quote-unquote encounter I had with her, um, it became obvious that um, she didn't really want to be a bother for anyone. And I don't know if you can relate to this, because I know that 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 is something that some people grow up grow like grow into to not be a bother for anyone and other probably do the opposite to kind of get attention and to kind of feel love so there's like it's two sides I can see two sides to this I was one of those who grew up and felt like I just wanted to and that's where it it becomes a little complex about me being independent because I want to be independent because I don't want to be a bother to anyone but I don't know if you can see how it all circled around like I wanted 
to be taken care of because when you're very young, you can't really take care of yourself. And then you figured out, hey, if I just do what everybody tells me, then they can't blame me for their own mistakes, right? And then while I'm at it and not being, um, not being a rebel and not like standing up for myself and not being blamed, not being judged, not being yelled at, then I can um, just, you know, go off on my own and just make sure that I do what everybody tells me to do and then I won't bother anyone. Then I, especially when I'm feeling intense emotions, and that was the thing that really kind of was, it was very surprising to me because I felt incredibly sad when I realized that I don't want to be to bother. I don't want to be a bother to anyone, especially not when feeling strong emotions like anger sadness and happiness one thing is I have not I'm not very my husband helped me to connect with my anger but I kid you not I have gone for years without being angry and um, I knew I was very aware and conscious about how if I were not angry and if I did not really have an opinion then people wouldn't be against me but also people wouldn't really, you know, recognize me for me because who am I if I'm not angry and I'm not, you know, if I don't have boundaries and if I don't, if people, if people don't, if I'm all, if I'm just, if I'm, if I'm only like, and I'm not even very happy. I'm just, you know, a nice person who's kind and who's always smiling. Then who am I? Um, I actually had a friend telling me that many, many years ago, that if I'm not ever angry or like, then he, he didn't really, he didn't really understand like who I was. And at that point, I, I did not connect the dots. For me, that was a very strange thing to say. Because, hey, I'm not angry, I'm not hysterical, I'm not all of those annoying things, you know. I'm just me and I'm always happy, isn't that nice? But the thing is, when I connected with my inner child, the moment that I felt that I didn't want to be a bother for anyone with my, with my strong emotions, that including happiness... I was, I was very, I started crying, which was very, that was very strange because I don't feel entitled to, I don't feel, and I, and in some sense I do, but when I connect with, 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 with me as a younger person, I did not feel that I could just be as happy as I wanted to because and again, I don't have a remem- I don't have a memory of someone shutting me down, cutting me off, or shaming me for my joy and my happiness. But I just know that that that's how I feel. So it was, it was a very very interesting. It has been a very very couple of interesting weeks. 
um, for me to, to, to do work like that. Um, and all of this basically started because I'm facing a reality that I don't feel like I identify with. And then I dug deeper. So if all of this sounds not like anything you can relate to, then you can just take this away from this episode is that all relationships, the relationship you have with yourself, the relationship you have with your partner, with your boyfriend, with your mom, with your coworker, with your boss, with your sister, with your best friend, with your whoever you have a relationship with, it requires work. Because all of these, and especially the really close ones, they will push buttons. The relationships that are important to you, that can, um, that can make you, you know, angry, frustrated, sad, heartbroken, hurt. They, there are buttons that are being pushed that you can use to figure out what is really going on. Um, and the whole... And another thing that I want to kind of want to tie in, I'm not going to go too deep into it because um, just because I'm not, is the codependency thing. Codependency is a thing that I feel like I hear a lot these days. And I don't know if it's just, you know, those specific um, people that I follow, those specific podcasts that I listen to and my whole independent, um, dependent part because part of it is some people might say oh you're not talking about being independent and being dependent you're talking about codependency um and codependency for you guys who don't really know what it is is basically just you being codependent um on or by or with for I don't really know what um what word to use there but you can be codependent with your partner. Oh my God, I got something in my eye. Oh. Um, with your partner, which means that your partner's mood is going to set the tone of your mood. If he's up, you're up. If he's down, you're down. It, it all becomes, you become too, too entangled. So you start like do stuff in a certain way because you know that's the way that he likes it you you stop doing certain things because you know that he doesn't appreciate it and all those type of things that kind of makes you codependent so if he does something you know if he ends the relationship you feel like the world is literally come crashing down it's going to come crashing down because then what are you going to do without him because you are codependent um I just want to throw it in there just because um, I felt that it might be what some people would describe my discovery of independent and dependent um, with. Um, And I want to say on the whole codependency thing, I believe that to a certain extent, we're all a little codependent because otherwise we can't really, we can't really exist in the world if 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 our fellow human beings and if our fellow family members and friends and lovers and partners 
does not have an effect on us to the point where we want to do better, be better, um, to some extent, to please them, right? To have peace in the house, to make them more happy. And of course, there's a, I'm not sure I want to say a fine line, but there's definitely a line because obviously you don't want to, you don't want to change yourself to be able to be with a person. You don't want to change the way you, you know, you live to be with a person. So that's, I kind of just want to leave it there. I might take it up um, on later. Also, because I have some observations about how culture um, views codependency. And because I'm from Denmark and here in America, it's a big thing. And I think that it might be a bigger thing here than it is in Denmark. And I'm not sure that I believe that it is a bigger thing here than in Denmark. I just believe that... Um, that there is a lot of, um, that the way that we use the word, that the way that we use, that we, we, it's like, a, we, we, we identify, some people here identify as a codependent. I, to some extent, understand that, but it's also like, putting yourself in a box that can be very hard to get out of if you label yourself like that instead of just realizing that all of us are a little codependent being aware of that and then just take it from there some days you're more codependent than others some days you don't feel codependent at all I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel very codependent all the time obviously they need to work more than the people that are not but don't identify with those you know, negative wordings like that. It's not gonna, it's not gonna help anyone. Just, you know, your feelings, they come and go, they're here in waves. Sometimes it's worse. Sometimes it's, you are on a, you know, high flying disc. It's not your identity. It's emotions. Um, if that makes sense. And now I said it anyway. So I might circle back around if people want to hear more or if someone is more curious about it. Um, cause I have quite a few, um, if I may say it myself and I can, because this is my own podcast about, um, Danish versus American culture that I find very interesting. And that's, um, and when I say American culture, I can only speak for California because I'm in California. So, um, I don't want to speak on behalf of other states just kind of Californian South, no, uh, Bay Area um, culture. Anyways, um, so if you are afraid of feeling judged, if you are a perfectionist, if you are afraid of, you know, dare to do something, if you think a lot without a lot of action, because that's me, a lot it could stem from you not wanting to disappoint others and you might um, immediately have a memory of how you disappointed someone and you wanted to not disappoint someone so you you know made a not not that good of a decision but at that point it helped you 
So again, it requires work. All the things is all the things that that you are whatever you feel is wrong with you is really here to guide you towards yourself to show you what's not in alignment so that pain of feeling like a failure will make you stop and and and, and literally course correct if that makes sense so we can we can we can I can also reframe it and just and just say, and it's so much easier said than done, don't be so hard on yourself. All the mistakes you're making are are part of your human nature. And it and, and it is all of us are works in progress. And for you to be able to go up go above and beyond and be more and do better requires work requires you to stare that inner child straight in the eye if that works for you or it you might need to dance it out you might need to um i don't know if you go martial arts or boxing you might box it out um you might journal it out you might figure it out via meditating you might just be able to let it go and we have all kinds of different things that works for us, right? Just know that good relationships require work. Um, and whatever it is that you feel you have as like your huge flaw, take that pain and maybe go the exact opposite direction because it's here to guide you towards you it's here to show you that this is not for you um you could you could think about an experience you once had where you took a chance and it paid off you know how you you know one time you maybe it's gonna sound a little you know, basic, but you might have walked up to a guy and made the first move and, um, and that paid off in some sense. You might just have felt on top of the world. It might not have, it might not have given you a husband and and two kids and a house, but you might have felt so empowered that you did it, um, that it released some kind of old pattern, or you might've had like a hot love affair for a couple of months or maybe a couple of years and, and it paid off. Or you could have um, left your job without having a new one already. You might have done something that is outside the norm, that is not the norm, that, you know, all of your friends, if you had talked, it depends on your friend group, I will say, but um, most, like the average friend would say, maybe you should not do it. Maybe you should think it through. Maybe you should, you know, use your brain. Maybe you should think logically about it. Maybe you should rationalize. Maybe you should sleep on it. Maybe you should not just go ahead and do it because that might be, you know, a little too dangerous. Um, But you had to do it because it felt right to you. I don't want to say that me coming to the U.S. Um, I think I met 
pushback from one person, and he wasn't even like he he just he didn't understood it. He 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 didn't understand why I had to leave. All my close friends were like, "Wow, you're so brave! How can you do it? What are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I just need that. I I just know that I need to go." Right? Um, I had this urge to start over. I had this. I I needed to find myself in an in a in a new sense. I knew who I was, but there was something huge missing. I wanted more, and I didn't know how to get it in Denmark. So I had to do something very drastic to kind of interrupt the interrupt like my daily life to expose me to life, so life could take me in a new direction. Because I did not know how to. Go in that new direction. Um, I needed something very drastic. I needed to draw, draw as I call it, a big fat um, line in the sand and like start anew. And then things happened, and it was not easy. But I definitely, definitely do not regret it because it, it, I needed it to happen and that was not coming from a logical place or anything and some people might say it's dumb you know I sold my apartment so and so all the money I I I spent that on food and renting a car and paying rent and then you know I did not have that money for that my parents had hoped I would use from that apartment to invest in a house um all that money is gone but it 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 it, it, in that sense, it was not rational and good, and you know whatever people want to say that, but it, it needed to happen. I needed it to happen. Um. So, if you can think back of a thing that you did, I know mine is very big and drastic. So maybe you have something else. Like, uh, you could also just have gotten, you know, a haircut. Or like a drastic haircut, like a ex- extreme makeover, or from one day to another, you you decided that you needed to eat healthier, or you needed to start school again, or something where you don't really know where it um where it came from, but where you basically interrupted something that was. That was maybe a pattern of yours or maybe a habit of yours to kind of do something different so your life could take you down a new road. Um, and that's basically all that I have for you guys today. Um, I hope that you followed some of my logic. Um, I I wanted to do this in one sitting because... Um, it it was very huge for me when i when i did cuz i did this th- these ideas and downloads came like within a week and it other stuff has since happened that i want to talk about moving forward but this i feel like i needed to to put into an episode and to share with you guys and hopefully um some of it resonated and hopefully you will be able to sit down and sit back and maybe um you can connect with your inner child or a of of a, a vision of you as a 
as a younger version of yourself、um, that was maybe a little bit more lost than you are now, or maybe felt more confident than you feel now, or connect with her or him.、Um, and just use this to, to, to move you somewhere if you feel stuck in your relationship, in your, in your life. Or whatever you have going on for you right now. Again, you can book a week long session with me if all this just sounds like something that you want help with.、Um, or if you're just in a, in a situation where your relationship is not really working for you, or you want to take it to the next level, or you want to take yourself to the next level. because... Who doesn't want to take themselves to the next level? I know that I'm in constant,、um, constant, not search, I'm just on, on a constant journey, constant path. Guys, it was a pleasure.、Um, please reach out to me if you have any questions, if you have any comments or suggestions. I hope you have the most beautiful day. It is summer here now, and I cannot even begin to tell you how, how wonderful it feels to literally be on vacation in my own home. Because it's warm here now, and it's amazing. I love it. Enjoy your day and your week. Until next time, take good care of yourself. I really appreciate you for listening to this episode. I invite you to subscribe and share this with anyone who might find this helpful or interesting while giving it a five star review. I also invite you to connect with me on Instagram at kidlopez underscore on Telegram, where my channel is the same name as this podcast, Conversations with a K, with Kit, or write me an email if that's your choice of communication. A knower of people like me is also a lover of people. Take good care of yourself and remember you are exactly where you're supposed to be.